You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Mankir Najla, and we are speaking to Maya Dario, PhD candidate in the Department of Anthropology at UBC, and we're talking about the wildfires in the southern interior, the response, and how to plan for such disasters. Maya, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, I want to know, Maya, of course, what do you think of the wildfire season that we're seeing here in British Columbia? Yeah, and my, um, you know, having been personally impacted by wildfire, my heart just goes out to everybody in southern BC and the northwestern territories who are in, you know, in the midst of dealing with these challenges. I mean, the wildfire season in British Columbia is happening in conjunction with um, terrible wildfires all over the world, what we saw in Lahaina, um, fires unfolding across Spain. So I think... um, you know, we're, we're dealing with amplified levels of uncertainty around disaster. And so we really need to try and plan for a wide range of scenarios. So if we take wildfires as an example, um, how can we evaluate our infrastructure to withstand the kinds of fires that we're seeing now? What can we change or add? Can we add an additional road in and out of the community? Can we set up clean air centers where people can get out of the wildfire smoke? Can we plan for the inevitability of post-wildfire flooding and direct it over our roads? Um, And how can we proactively protect watersheds before a wildfire comes through? And, you know, Maya, I know this is something that you're studying here, but how important is it to, you know, be proactive versus reactive when it comes to these kinds of disasters? It's very important to be proactive. Um, Like I said, uh, in, in terms of the kinds of uncertainty around um, extreme weather events and disasters that we're seeing now, we, we need to be more proactive than ever. Um, we need to, to think creatively outside the box about, um, you know, what, what's actually possible in terms of disasters. And, and then we need to think about the best way to protect our communities in the, in the context of, Um, a range of uncertainty and possibility. And Maya, I understand that you have some personal experience yourself when it comes to wildfires. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So I'm speaking to you from Colorado, where I'm doing my doctoral research on the Cameron Peak Fire, which was uh, the largest wildfire in terms of acreage in the state's history. And my own family was um, personally impacted by this by this fire, we lost um, a historic home of about 130 years old, um, as well as uh, having all of the land um, around it uh, completely burned. And you know, for you, Maya, especially you know, given the experience that you've had with wildfires, for you, why is it so important for you to study this particular area? Thank you for that question. My my family goes um, way back here, and. So when we were personally impacted um, by this wildfire, it became a way for me to make sense of what has happened and also to um, view wildfire in, in a variety of ways. So, you know, wildfire is perhaps unique among disasters in that it also has a very important ecological role, particularly here in the um, in the western Rocky Mountain U.S., where I'm where I currently am, and so doing this research project um, enabled me to 
engage people in conversations about their lived experiences of the wildfire to understand how it's not only about the wildfire when it's burning, but people are impacted in so many different ways. And often this happens in the days, weeks, months, and even years following a wildfire. They're, they're cascading hazards like flooding and debris flows. They're cascading and adjacent um, um, consequences to wildfire. And I think that I'm really interested in highlighting some of those stories of people's lived experiences so that we understand wildfire much more broadly than we do now. And kind of going through that experience and now you being somebody who is studying this, how important is it that we really focus on reducing, you know, disaster risk? It's so it's so important. Yeah, as you said, we really need to be proactive. We need to be um, thinking about a range of possibilities. And we also need um, we also need to consider the needs of the most vulnerable among us that have to be part of emergency management and planning at multiple jurisdictional levels. So if we think about communication, you know, what are the language, mobility, and logistical needs of the different populations that we need to account for before a disaster comes through? How are different uh, governments working together? How are provincial and First Nations governments working together to plan and respond for disasters, for example? And that sort of goes into my next question. Like I wanted to ask you, I do feel that when a disaster strikes, we do see that so many people have a role. So what role does, you know, the government play and the community play, you know, when it comes to planning for disasters? Yeah, so I think everybody has a role to play. Um, I think we really need to center care for our communities and provide them with agency in order to be able to make good decisions for themselves before, during, and after a disaster. So what resources are available to equip our communities and the most vulnerable among us to be able to survive, to thrive, to, um, to protect our homes, you know, proactively by, um, perhaps by thinning fuels around the home, um, what resources are available to enable people to not only survive, but to thrive, to rebuild or relocate, to navigate the insurance process um, or the permitting process to rebuild, for example. Mm-hmm. And I also think as individuals, you know, we're all seeing these wildfires, not only here locally in BC, but we're seeing it around the world, like you mentioned off the top there. And how can we as individuals, you know, plan for a disaster? Like how important is it for us to have a grab and go bag ready? That's very important to be prepared on multiple levels. So um, it's a great idea to have a grab and go bag ready. It's a great idea to be um, signed up for multiple kinds of alerts have multiple ways of getting communication if possible um, to alert you about a disaster. Um, it's, it's really important for um, communities and governments and individuals to work together to reduce uh, fuel loads, to reduce um, the density of trees, for example, around a home that might make it more vulnerable during a wildfire. So there's a lot that um, both individuals, communities, and governments can do, uh, and it really requires working together and evaluating, um, 
you know, what, what kind of needs exist in order to um, empower and enable people, like I said, to make good decisions for themselves um, or to do um, wildfire risk reduction around their homes, for example, if, you know, if, um, uh, if they're, if they're vulnerable, um, if they're unable physically to do the work themselves, how else can communities and governments and individuals work together to do the kind of creative planning that's necessary um, to, to think about, um, you know, a range of possibilities and uncertainty in terms of disaster so that we can better protect ourselves and our watersheds. Maya, I want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? I just want to to reemphasize that um, that we should understand wildfires, but really any disaster, um, as unfolding under over multiple time periods. So we you know we should think about proactively planning for disasters. We should think about the sort of emergency period. Um, like all of the people in southern BC and northwestern territories are experiencing right now. And then we need to think particularly in terms of wildfires about these accompanying post-wildfire hazards like uh, flooding and debris flows. Thanks again. You take care. Thank you so much. We just spoke to Maya Dario, PhD candidate in the Department of Anthropology at UBC, and we talked about the wildfires in the southern interior, the response, and how to plan for such disasters. This is Spice Radio, 1200 AM.